Hello, mate. Good evening, Bob. <clears throat> All right, welcome to the uh, Two Passionate Blue Baggers podcast. I'm Vinny, your fragger. Uh, we're going to play the song because Dad loves it. So just give me one second. Let's go. So, uh, did we have a good weekend? Or? It was a very, very, very good weekend. Um, well, I just got some feedback from you about 20 minutes ago from the old man about the uh, audio. So, that put a dampener on stuff. And not sure what else I can do with this stupid headpiece, but um, hopefully we're coming across loud and clear. But I'm fidgety by nature, so... Um, yeah, I'll do the best, but we, we didn't we didn't we didn't win that game on the weekend, Vinny. Just so you know, my name <laughs> says it. So, um, yeah, supposedly we we are, oh, mate. We'll discuss. <clears throat> I mean, we don't we don't yeah we don't we don't need to go into detail about what everybody said, but uh, I reckon this is about the sixth win that we've had in a row now, and every single time we win, we we haven't. It's always because. Um, uh, supposedly Collingwood had a, um, you know, a six-day turnaround like we did. They travelled interstate. I mean, you know, it's really long to travel from Adelaide. Um, so, two yeah, games, anyway, two, two <coughs> I just... Clear, fucking whatever you want. Okay, so we're, um, we've got a special guest on today. Uh, he's... I, I might let him introduce himself. Um I'll introduce him by name and then he can introduce his YouTube channel and, and a little bit about himself. But uh, Heath Buck's on the line. Heath, how are you, mate? G'day, mate. How are you? Can you hear <clears throat> yeah, you hear you loud and clear. Loud Beautiful. and clear. Beautiful, mate. Thanks Thanks for uh, for having me on. Yeah, no, no. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the invite. It's such a, um, I suppose, a good time. I, I generally do my best... When the when the team's going fucking shit out, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it's good to it's good to finally, I don't know, see see some fruits of some hard labour at the football club. Now it's a very a very exciting time. Although I've just watched <clears throat> I've just watched the Melbourne game, and by God, aren't they in since reform as well? So we've got some um, some really tricky games coming up over the next four weeks. Like none of them look. None of them look fucking easy, as far as I'm concerned. Like, no, they, they all they all performed this weekend for Christ's sake. So, yeah. it's uh, you know, and and I, I guess that I guess that makes for me it makes um, it makes it really exciting now. It shows. I mean, we've we think we've put in the hard yards against Collingwood, which we did. We beat Port Adelaide, so we've we've done everything that we can to get up to this point. But it's not like it gets really easier after this. It's it's still tough, really oh, tough. Yeah, but I, I, I totally agree, mate. I, I sort of had this this theory a couple of weeks ago that I mean we had to go. I mean we were in such poor form that we had to. I mean if we wanted to have any chance of playing final football, we had to we had to start to make a move when we did. But I almost thought that we had. You know, did we? 
have we sort of got to that point now where we're playing our best football and will there be will there now be a drop off? You know what I mean? We have got some injuries and did we go too early? But we had to go, if you know what I mean. But like um, yeah. we're gonna to have to keep the momentum going right to right to the end of the year now. And I know people are sort of talking about free hits and all that sort of bullshit. Nah, that's great. And now you, you win that one, and now you look shit. We've got St Kilda next week. We've got Melbourne, Gold Coast. I mean, fucking hell, that playing them at that ground up there. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, they gave Brisbane an absolute hiding, and then we face, which I think is one of the more difficult teams in the competition to play against at the moment, is uh, is GWS. The yeah, yeah, they're 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 the ones who are. Right at the top of their game at the moment, extremely well coached. Got a got a terrific leader in Toby Green and uh, playing some really strong football. So yeah, I agree, mate. It is it's a good way to finish the year. Um, but I'm not sort of sitting here now going, you know, it's it's home and hosed. It's 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 going to be a battle, um, yep. a real fucking battle, mate. But looking forward yep. to it. All right. Well, we've also got well, we've also got Webby who's just joined us. So Webby, just calm down. We've only been Collingwood, so just relax. We're going to get into it. You we are going to get into it. Fucking ripper. That's okay. So, Hello, uh, so welcome, Hello, Bucky. G'day, Webby, mate. How are you, buddy? <laughs> good, mate. Good. Uh, can we? It's Frankie speaking. Bucky, thanks for joining, and we've been trying to get you on for a while. So, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll inter- I'll, just let me interrupt that. So, uh. uh, uh Bucky, Frank has been busting my chops to get you on every week since I messaged you. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I waited. I wanted to wait until the right time to get you on because I thought – I mean, I watch your videos every week and I saw your preview for the Collingwood game and I knew you were really keen. Like, this was the one where I thought, this is if we win this one here, I reckon we get you on a good time. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is you saying <clears> – <throat> I reckon this is about as positive as we're going to get you up until this point this year. Right. And I thought, no, no, well, you know, we, we, we get you on a good point because we've, we've all been waiting for this. Like, we were all excited after the Port Adelaide win. Even though they had plays out, we still beat them. And you can only beat who you've got in front of you. But to beat Collingwood without Jack Silvani, Harry McKay, um, uh, Walsh, who else were we missing? Walsh, Walsh Boyd, uh, yeah, Boyd, yeah, yeah, Kennedy. You know, Chera goes off in the second half. I mean, I'm sure when Chera went off, everyone was thinking, "Fuck, yeah, we're no, fucked." Totally. Like he was just, he was ripping them up. He was, he was doing to the to the pies this week what Walsh was doing last week to the Eagles. No, and I thought, if there's yeah. one play that we didn't need to go off, it was it was Chera. His second quarter was as I mean. You don't want to go over the top, but his second quarter was as good a quarter from a midfielder that I've seen at Carlton in a big game, in a big game for a very long time. I mean, that that uh, the way he controlled the stoppages and his and his work rate was off the charts. I mean, and to lose him at that time, um, I actually didn't realise he'd gone off. Then I saw Paddy down. I thought, what the fuck's going on wrong here? And someone, hmm. someone behind me said, Cherry's done a hammy, and I just automatically I went, oh my god! But, <laughs> but to, to, I must admit, though, in that last quarter, I don't know about you boys, but I thought Paddy Dow in that last quarter was sensational. sensational. When we yeah. when we needed when we needed someone to take some ground, like 
territory, and I know that's the buzzword, territory, territory. It's, 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 it sort of shits me, that word. But when we needed to take some ground in that last quarter and we needed some breakaway speed, it was actually Paddy Dow that provided it for us. Like, he's, I mean, his tackling's not great. He's, when he kicks long, it's okay. When he kicks short, it's not great. But his ability, just when we had tired legs um, and we just needed to get some, just some space on Collingwood, I thought, I actually thought if we did not have Paddy Dow in that last quarter, it probably would have been a little bit closer than what it was. Um, and I don't know about you guys, that last quarter, it doesn't matter. I mean, we all know Collingwood can come back from anywhere, but a 30-point lead against Collingwood actually feels like a three-point lead. It just, yeah. it just it just, never it just never feels safe. Um, I wasn't happy until I was elbowing my son next to me. Because <laughs> my, my um, the MCG fucking Wi-Fi wasn't, wasn't great on my phone. And I was elbowing telling him how fucking long it ago, how longer it is. Once it got under four minutes, I thought we're home here. Yeah. I've got to probably relax a little bit. But it was I, I just think boys the reason why I thought it was a great win, I always knew you, to beat Collingwood it has to be I've been saying this win is substance for a while now because I don't think we've had a a win of real substance under Voss. So I know we had some good wins last year at the start of the year, but that was more on the back of I think just genuine excitement of something new. Yeah. Um, and last year, when we needed those those wins at the back end of the year against Melbourne and Collingwood, we weren't able to get them. And I just think this one should give them so much belief. Um, and the way, the manner in which we did it started a little bit slowly, but then just controlled the game, got into it quarter time. Dominated the second quarter. Watchera, um, our pressure around the ball was unbelievable. And the guys that you, the guys that don't generally, I don't know, like guys like Fogarty. <laughs> I thought Fogarty was great. Like I thought Fogarty just had really good little moments. Martin was big. Yeah. Um, You're stealing out. me thunder here because I'm, 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 I'm going to mention one thing, mate. I'm going to mention one thing to you. Actually, yep. I mentioned two things, right? Yep. Yep. So you said before that we haven't had a win of this substance for yep. a long time. Yep. 100% agree. I think last year when we were winning, we were relying on key individuals to win us the game. Yep. Whereas this year, I don't see that happening as much. There's a, there's a much more even spread. So you mentioned Dow. Dow, in the time that he had on, was probably top 10 for metres gained. He had 363 yep. metres gained. Yeah, that's he had four, four inside 50. So he's equal third for the game. And he was only on for a half. He was that's... just unreal. And, and, and the other thing was, so there's two things I want to mention. Our system, held, our system held up on the weekend, on Friday night, which is the one thing that we wanted to see. So the system held up. The second thing was, Collingwood had one player under 50 games. We had eight. Yeah, that's So it was a that, massive yeah. disparity there, a massive disparity. And I didn't know that going into the game. I only found that out after the game. And watching it just as a layman, you wouldn't know that we were the less experienced team playing because we brought the pressure. I, just as simple as that. I, you know, Vince, but, one sec, Bucky. Vince, I think that in the first... And Bucky, you, you hit on that <clears> early. The first... I think the first 10 minutes we looked almost like we had a bit of stage fright. Yep. Um, yeah. We did. We, we just 
I actually Especially Hollands. Yeah, I thought if they put another two on us, I said we're in trouble. So, but I think apart from that first 10 minutes of the first and probably the first five minutes of the third, we actually controlled the game as good as I've seen us control a game in probably 20 years. Like, it was so... They were methodical. Um, and even though you're saying that Collingwood are a team that always can come back. Yeah, at one point in the last quarter, I was in the fetal position when Howe kicked through in a minute. <laughs> but but it wasn't... But it, but it almost... It always seemed like every time we were going inside forward 50, somebody, i.e. Fogarty, Cunningham, Martin, Charlie... And, and the two, you know, Owies and, and um, Motlop, we're going Motlop. to create something. So I was, yeah. never, I was never worried as such. But, yeah, I thought, like I said, I, I thought apart from the first 10 minutes, um, we literally had them under control. And that was, the, for me, that was the most pleasing part of the game, that we expected them to come back and we knew they were going to come back at some point. But we almost did the Dusty Martin on them and just held them at bay and... Um, for me, that was the biggest thing that I took out of it. Not, not yeah, the I, win. Not the win. That was the most important thing. And I think, um, you know, like that slow start, the, the the guy that I thought was, I mean, he didn't have a great game um, overall, but I thought his first, say, 15, 20 minutes of the first quarter was Brody Kemp. A uh, couple yeah. of intercept grabs, used the ball really well. And that's, that's a young fella stepping up on the big stage. Yeah. Um, and I thought, to be perfectly honest, You've got to take your hat off to our skipper. I think there was that time, I think, boys, it may have been in the second quarter where we had a bit of momentum. can't remember who marked the ball on the boundary line. Always. Always. And I don't know what the fuck Cripper was calling it for. He had a mountain yeah. of blokes around him. And it was just yeah. one of those moments where, just go back, mate, take your time and, you know, have a shot. And, and then Cripper, I think it was a, was a call play on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then he tried to fucking dummy around a few blokes and got holding the ball. You could see there was a typical Cripper situation. It yeah. was slapping the hands together. And But I reckon 30 seconds later, he won a loose ball at, at uh, half forward and it was a beautiful little dinky squared up kick that, that she found Shinkotta. Yeah, perfect. And I just yeah. thought then and there that, that that's what your skipper needs to do. You know, he's, he's been known to make have those brain fades in big games and be really hard on himself. But 30 seconds after having the brain fade, he's, he's sort of turned it around and, and done something really special. And I, I just thought then and there that that may be a, a bit of a turning point for him as a leader um, to be able to experience that, that that time with the team. You know, he's led the team to a win like that. And I think Weedering as well. Um, I must remember, no, Welsh, the, the other vice captain as well, is huge out. But Weedering was just like... Wow, didn't he step up early in that game when when Collingwood had a bit of momentum early, his ability just to, you know, have a few contests. But I think the one I mean, I don't know if you you don't want to sort of focus too too much on negatives, but the thing that probably was glaring was the amount of sort of contested grabs Collingwood did take in their front half. Especially um, early Bucky. Especially yeah, early, I thought. Yeah, and I, just, I was I really just, worried when yeah, not, McStay and to go McStay was bringing them down, yeah. So you, you two, you two boys were there on that bike. I was going to bring that up later on. They took eighteen marks inside, inside fifty. Was that down to us not being able to, like, because it seemed like it was always against the Kemp or, or, mm. or a March Bank. Weedering, I don't think got lost any one on ones. Was that down to them lacing it out, or was it no, just no, positioning? I just, 
yeah, I just don't think I just don't think Kemp's a great one on one defender and I don't think we're really expecting him to be that second tall. And I think it's just maybe a slight weakness at the moment. Um McGovern and, and Kemp as the two other bigs, they're not I suppose they're not physically strong and they can get caught out in a in a contest. Uh, particularly if they've sort of negated weedering he's out of the uh he's out of the frame. Um and it's, I suppose, losing young and being out of form. And we've got a little bit more speed into that back half, but we fucking needed it because there's yeah. no transition. Yeah. It's a little bit like, yeah, okay, we've, we're going to maybe lose a little bit in regards to a bit of height, but we're going to make up for it with some speed. But um, hopefully not, a, you know, like we don't get stretched too much. But it was... It was a bit of a concern. Um, yes. How how did go forward? Not that how took any contested grabs. He got them pretty luckily. Um, oh, he got he got those two marks he took. No 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 more player kissed on the dick than than, than the two than the two marks. And I mean, one of them was just a shank from Dacos, and the other one was he he tapped it in the air and took it. I mean, fuck me, uh, he's yeah, he's not doing them again. Yeah, no, I mean they 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 left a few out there for Collingwood, but you got to I mean. The thing is, fucking him round. When did we play him round ten? Yeah, uh, we were, <laughs> yep. we were dreadfully, dreadfully out of form then. I mean, yeah. seven, but seven fifteen, Bucky. But you wouldn't hear no twenty two scoring shots. Yeah, you know? you, you, like, you, yeah. You, you you wouldn't hear the nuffies fucking say anything about that. And that's what gets up my goat. And I, and you know, they all talk about inaccuracy and whatnot. That didn't cost them the game. They weren't hard enough. They were. No. Tough no, enough in no. the contest. No. Guys, and I'll talk about this later because I've got some questions about it, about Dacos. He shit himself on five occasions that I pinpointed Nick Dacos. He's a, he's a beautiful mover, but he's as weak as fucking piss. And and the fact that... Um, they're, he's they're, only they're young. Bl- I don't care. And the fact they're blaming... It, that, that that will not get out of his game, Vince. It won't get out of his game. Oh, and the see. fact that they're, they're talking about inaccuracy that cost them, well, you know what? Talk about the 50-metre penalties they got. Talk about the this and that. I mean, all I'm hearing is Charlie got held. And oh, please. From that. I mean, fuck me. It, you know, I They're all free kicks, Frank. I, They're I all freeze. I, I said to mate earlier on in the game that Charlie takes more to the Bermuda Triangle where he doesn't know where to go. He'll annihilate him. And it yeah, works. I, think, I think you always want your – the first thing you want your forwards to do is play in front. And um, – there wasn't many occasions on, on Friday night that Charlie Kernow was caught behind. As soon as you, as a, as a key forward, you play in front, it's fucking sweaty butt crack time for, for any defender. Yep. And if you look at each one of those free kicks, you could see that Darcy Moore was fucking angry with himself for giving the free he, kick he, away. And he, he, yeah, he, he knew straight away. He knew. He, knew. he, he, he panicked. Um, the thing is with Darcy Moore, he's a, he's a gr- very, very good player, but little bit like he's not a great one-on-one defender. He's, he's competent, but he's not great. But you know, you know what I noticed that was smart was that Charlie made him accountable. He oh. played him about 15, 20 metres out in front of goal. Yep. It was one-on-one. And he thought, well, what the fuck am I going to do with the, against this guy? You just you can't stop Charlie. He's very, very hard to match up on. Well, no, he's athletic. Yeah. He's tall. Um, if he doesn't get it in the air, he'll get you on the ground. And they shit themselves. They're like, what do I do? So he gets to the ground and he's trying to tackle him, but he goes down and gets it. He's a tall guy, but, that was part of but the acts like movement. a small guy. That, that The ball movement helped that because, again, the first 10 minutes, 
<clears throat> bombed it in. Moore took two, two or three intercepts. Then they started to play a bit better and smarter and go deeper with their entries. And he couldn't go with him. Could not go with can him. I, can I, I just want to say really quickly, this is just getting slightly off topic. Um, the Petty, kick, Petty kicked six today for the Demons. Yeah. Tex Walker kicked seven last night for Adelaide. And Charlie Kernay kicked six for us on Friday. Like, fucking forwards are back, aren't they? This yeah. is this. I haven't I haven't seen this for a long time where where forwards are kicking this many goals. It seems like uh, this is just the game in general. It's much more attacking. Like Melbourne kicked 130 points today. Um, Saints kicked 122. Adelaide 112. Sydney 101. I mean, we put 93 on Collingwood. Vince, what did Mason yeah, they, Cox kick? The great <clears throat> the great player that he is. Oh yeah, I think he had three kicks for the game, didn't he? Yeah, well, so the big forwards aren't back. <laughs> oh, well, I think that I think um, you're definitely right. The speed on the game is back. Like I think, I think, I mean, I can't. The only time I can remember teams really sort of going sideways and chipping the ball in the back half is when they're trying to sort of ice the clock late in games. It's 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 pretty much it's pretty much get and go now. Run and carry the ball and and yeah. and, and, and attack the corridor as much as possible. And <clears> it's certainly. Fucking lighten the eyes up of key forwards. They're, they're they're really engaged in the contest a lot more. They're not having to to run as much as well. They're not having to press up the ground as much to defend. Uh, they're able to hold their space in their ground, and, and and it's actually really good to see. I love I love watching the big guys sort of you know have big days. Like I mean, Tex last night was I mean he, he's fucking out. How's his How's his fifty meter left foot goal? I mean, that's. I he, mean, he goes on the right. He do, yeah. he 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 weaves, dodges, and then goes on his left and kicks a fifty out near on post high. He's a freak. Yeah, I mean, he's an absolute freak. He's he's obviously very very talented. You know, both sides of the body. He's always been that way. I think he's. As, yeah. Some blokes are just <clears> as comfortable <throat> on their opposite as their as, as their uh, as their preferred side. But I mean, I mean, Charlie, Charlie. I mean, the, the good thing about Charlie on Friday night is. The week before he kicks 10 against the fucking bottom team, or I see, I think, a beat North at the moment. That's not great for North. But he kicks 10 against the bottom team, and it's, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He's kicked 19. And then on Friday night, he's, he's come out a bit against the best on the big stage, 87,000. Um, and just, yeah, B.O.G. And that's, look, boys, I think, I think the good thing is you saw moments in players on Friday night that you... If we can keep them, if we can keep this team focused and tracking in the right direction, I I don't want to go too early here, but guys like Jack Martin can light the MCG up because they're yeah. they're that type of play that that works so hard. You know, they work so hard and they're physical and they're tough. And when you work that hard in big games, it generally falls your way. Like, in he's the type of player that could that could potentially. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to say it. Sorry. I'm not going to say it. It's- did you did you guys see that? Did you guys see that footage on Twitter? Carlton, the Carlton official site or the official Twitter page put up two uh, pieces of footage. One was from Hollands, yep. where he spoiled the ball in the back line and then ran through the middle down the wing, got the ball. So from his smother, the the play continued. He got the ball at half forward and kicked it to Martin. Martin took the mark. 
forward pocket and then kick the goal. They showed the the run that he made. It was it was incredible to see. Uh, and then they showed another piece of play. The, sorry, they showed the exact piece of play, same piece of play, but from the other end of the ground, Jack Martin running from sort of our half back all the way down into the forward line to create that lead. He ran near on 100, 120 metres to make that piece of play. It's just incredible footage. And it leads me to, it leads right. me to ask, well, it leads me to ask this one question. Where has this change in form come from, and did we always have it in us? Of course we did. Of course we did. Well, it, 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 it's, it's so hard. Well, well, obviously we did have it in us. Um, well, six games ago, we were bottom four. We were 15, 15 six games ago, or seven games ago, we were bottom four. We're now seventh on the ladder, half a game or a game in. So it's changed that much. Now, something's happened. I know they. I know, Vossi spoke to the boys. Uh, I know they went up to Ed's place in Torquay and you know had a few beers and pizzas and things like that and had a chat. But it just changed in one quarter against Gold Coast. That second quarter, we kicked nine goals, and we just have not looked back since. And I just want to know what the fuck happened. Like, where where has this come from? Bucky, you're involved in a footy club. It's not as easy as them sitting around a campfire. Fucking singing Kumbaya. It's not. It's not that easy, is it? I mean, it, it, is it? I mean, is it the is it the Geelong home truths where they tell Ablett you need to be our our Judd? I mean, it's it's. Tell me, it's not that easy. Oh, I don't know. Look, look. To be perfectly honest, mate, it it, it, it looked the thing is, it looked dire. Like um, oh, it was. It was. We, we looked so far off the pace. It wasn't funny, but. You look at the margins in that time, they were like comfortable margins. I think the Adelaide one was, was what was that? that was 50, 50 odd. odd. Yeah. 50 but the, odd the, yeah. but the, rest, the rest was sort of between 17 and 30. They weren't like massive blowouts. It wasn't like we were, wasn't like we were getting absolutely blown out of the park. It was, it was just ugly, slow, yeah. Yeah. boring sort of football and a lack of, I suppose, a lack of application and skill. And the guys looked just, devoid of any confidence. Um, so, I, I, to be perfectly honest, I've I, I got no idea what happened, the way it turned around. Or you can... I mean, it's got to come down. I've always said this, that it's it's a lot to do. The players have got to... Be, they've got to execute, right? They've got to execute what's been asked of them. Um, and leadership's obviously very important. But this is... This is this is coaching. This is really. I think this is really good coaching, um, right across the board. And as much as we fucking overanalyze press conferences, and when you're going like a busted asshole, you sort of <laughs> pick holes in in Michael. But he, he was, and always, we have, we and, have, mate, but, we but, have. Trust me. But he was, he was always, he was always consistent. He was always calm. He always was pretty honest and open. Um, he always, to a certain extent, protected the players. I, you know, if if you go back and look at it now, there was never there was never panic, you yeah. know, and there was never panic. He didn't look flustered. Um, so I think I, we I, I were did. upset though because we just couldn't see. Yeah, and, we're and, hearing this guy say something. And we're like, mate, we hear you say it. We're not seeing it. We know you're teaching them this. Why isn't it, Why is it not showing on the field? We saw it last year. 
I mean, okay, we lost to Collingwood and Melbourne. But I'd have taken that effort in the six games that we lost any day of the week over what we showed. Because okay. if we brought that effort in those last two games last year into the six games that we lost this year, yeah. we probably won three. We probably win three of those. I mean, you, you say you take Sydney, Melbourne, uh, sorry, Sydney, uh, the Doggies and the Bombers, you'd win those ones. Okay. You'd go, well, we win those. All right, I'll throw something, I'll throw something at you here. In, those, in that really good patch at the start of last year when Fossey took over, and then, and then in those games against Collingwood and uh, not so much Melbourne in the second last round, what was, what was consistent in our wins? What was consistent? Pressure and effort. No, no, no. What was, what was happening in most of those games? The opposition, the opposition were getting back into the games and scoring really, really quickly. Yeah. Really, yeah. and I'm talking really quickly. Yeah. Now, obviously, something, you know, the, the club have decided, okay, we really need to tighten that up. We can't have this sort of heckle and jive, you know, like, yeah. like Jekyll and Hyde approach to he the game. He went too far, though, Bucky. He went too far. Oh, well, it, 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 did, it did, but I think... I think you know. I'm not. I'm not sort of like in hindsight. It's 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 look. We had every right to be fucking like. We had every right to be worried at that stage. I mean, uh, like only look. I think only. And I don't want to call supporters dickheads or anything, but only sort of supporters with their head, head, in, the, head in the sand. So everything, everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. But that that that. that Look, full credit to the look. Uh, David King, I think, said something. This will turn. I'm a believer. This will turn. Yeah, he he did keep saying that. I it, remember on this, the this, would, this yeah. would turn. Now that and his was the back. His was on the back of analysis and a few tweaks here and there. And and I think, I think you sort of look back now and you look at it, Voss always looked confident that it would turn, and the players. The players were saying it would turn, um, and I know, and we we kept saying fucking shut up, just just prove it, mm. which we do when things are going bad. But it's it's happened. They they they, they always knew it would turn, and it has turned. So, but credit. would you agree, Bucky, that like I said before, last year it was left up to individuals. I yeah, felt yeah. a lot of the times, whereas I mean, if you let me just go into the stats. If you look at this game against Collingwood. The highest stat getter for us was 20, 27, 27 disposals, which was Nick Newman. I mean, Cripps had, I thought Cripps played really, really well, and he got 20 possessions. Yeah, it was the mate. impact of all those yeah. possessions. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean we're, we're spreading the love more evenly. We're getting players yeah. involved. And, and, you know, again, Eight players that have played 50 games or less played on the weekend, uh, on Friday night. <coughs> yeah, last year, if that had happened, you'd go, fuck, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? This year, everyone's playing a role. Yeah, Every think... single person is playing a role, which we just, we have not had this for such a long time. It's been one criticism that Carlton's always had. And, you know, in conversations with, um, with Paul Barbaza, we say the same thing, and, and, and he's been critical of Carlton of, th of this for a long time. We've got stars, and then it just drops off. Like, who are our bottom six or eight that play? Yeah. Yeah, and I just think, and I just think um, 
you know, I, 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 I thought Cripper was really good on Friday night, but it's not like, it's not, you're not looking at that game by Cripper and going, ah, oh, he's getting the Brownlow medal votes, because no one gives a fuck about the Brownlow medal votes. No. All you, all you give a fuck about is his ability to, to make an impact at the right time, cut down the mistakes, um, you know, hit contests hard and, and, and lead the team, lead the team. You know what, when you really think about a performance like um, Cripper on Friday night, that, that that was Cotchen like. I mean, that's Cotchen, what you want. That Cotchen, Cotchen, when we reshaped his game back in two thousand and seventeen, I think it was after after the disaster in two thousand and sixteen, where where the Tigers really sort of dropped away. They sort of he, he reshaped his game and and, and yeah, he copped it too that off season. Yeah, well, he, he he cut the possessions out. It was more team focused. It was about. You know, setting up really strongly around stoppages, and and I think what what has happened, I think they've been pretty smart with mixing the midfield up as well. I've noticed that you know different different guys have gone into the midfield, Cunningham, yeah. Foggy, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it means it means the opposition aren't. I think one of our bigger problems when teams last year were getting run-ons, and even this year when we were heavily heavily focused on you know big games out of Crips and Chera. Um, the opposition will work really working through Cripper um, offensively, like really running him off his feet. And I just noticed now that we're starting, particularly at centre bounces, to, to change that mix up a little bit and getting maybe quicker guys in there. Even yep. to the point, even to the point in that last quarter, I, was, I looked at my son in that last quarter, and I think we had a midfield. Cripper was on the bench, and I think our centre square, and I know Cheryl wasn't there, was. Was Dow, Fogarty, and was it Cunningham? It might have been Cunningham. It was definitely, and we looked at each other and we went, "Fuck!" But we won yeah. the clearance. We won the. But we won the clearance. But isn't that something? We I know we, you know, Vince Webby and myself have been asking for the last seven weeks when we lost to Essendon. Guys like Fogarty, give him a go. Kemp, give him a go. All we were asking for was the guys that were performing in the VFL to come in. They've come in, they've brought that form over, and lo and behold, they've managed to hold that form into the AFL. You don't have to get 30-2 and two or 25-3. and three. You just need to play your role. And that's where someone like Dow still gets the criticism from these fucking super coach experts because he doesn't get 140 a game. He just needs to play his role. He just needs to get in, but use his sidestep and go for it. You but that's what I'm saying. He got, he, you know, he got. Dayton, Nick Dacos had the most possessions on the ground, and yet Paddy Dow had about twenty or thirty meters more yes. in terms of possessions than Nick Dacos. So this is what you're asking for. You're not asking for for Paddy Dow to be one hundred percent disposal efficient. Never we're, we're not. We're not getting that. Whenever all we want is right. meters go. He gets it out of the middle. He pumps it into the forward line. And all of a sudden, that's putting Collingwood on the back foot going, fuck, it's in here already. What do we do? Yeah, no, you know, And that's what he did in the last quarter. It was it was just, that's all we asked for. Yeah, I think, I think. I mean, the last thing you wanted was Cherry to go off because he was clearly best on the ground at that yeah. stage. And yeah. Um, yeah. But, but Dow coming on at that time at least gave him a little bit of a period to work into the game. Whereas if he if he was injected into the game, say with 15, 20 minutes, it's very hard. It's very hard to get into the game. Whereas yep. 
he was ready to go in that last quarter. You know what I mean? Like he was. Yeah. He gave he gave fifteen minutes of game time, and and he worked himself into the game. And I'll and I'll stand by this. We didn't have Paddy Dow in that last quarter. That that game. I'm not saying we would have lost it, but that would have that would have his speed and his ability to 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 take ground in that last quarter and and get. Get Collingwood to defend. I know they're very good at transition and they're quick from transition, but fuck, it's hard late in games when you're tired and the game's on the line to, to keep defending. Um, and like he's it, like to, to get away from those stoppages and to pump that ball inside forward fifty was just, fuck. That was important for us. It was like it was like a sigh of relief every time he did it. Well, I was, I don't know if you guys listened to, I, I had the podcast on today. I was doing a bit of work outside and um, uh, Weedering, uh, he had an interview on SCN and 3AW. Now, I can't remember which one it was. Could have been the 3AW because Carolyn Wilson asked him a question and it was in regards to what's changed this form around. And he reckons about seven or eight weeks ago, Voss spoke to all the leadership group one-on-one, had really hard chats with them. And gave it to him apparently right between the eyes. And Weeders goes, look, I wasn't happy with what I heard, but I needed to hear it. He goes, because I was being too selfish. And we all were. I was too focused on my man and not focused about the team. And he's, and we spoke to Vossi and we took it in and, and we changed. Yeah. And he doesn't know what each individual player was told, but he goes, that's roughly what I was told. I'm not going to give you the exact words, but he goes, Vossi got us all. And, it, I, I don't. I don't know what magic spell they've worked, but Voss has just changed everything completely in this last six weeks. It's been amazing to see, and as much as we give credit to the players, Voss deserves credit in this as well. Absolutely, just... he, he he outcoached um, uh, Fly <laughs> on Friday night. Absolutely outcoached him. Okay, so what we're talking here, okay, so what we're talking here, if we if we just take a step back with Michael Voss, and um, obviously. The, the style of play has has been adjusted, um, but that all of that let's let's let's, let's be um, honest here. A lot of that's on the back of, on the back of the contest and being super fucking hard at it. And our, our pressure, our pressure. The reason why I was pretty confident going into this game was was the fact that our the last even against teams like you know like Gold Coast and Hawthorne. Um, our pressure was so good that that it forced them teams to, you know, like make mistakes and turnovers, etc. But if we talk about Michael Voss and what you're saying there in regards to, um, you know, the conversations he had with the leaders, what if we go right back to when he was appointed as, as coach of the football club and then we listen to Brian Cook and, and what he had to say about um, Michael Voss post his appointment, one of the things, what, what was the major reason leadership. why leadership? Yeah. His ability to bring leadership to the football club and the area that Michael Voss needed to work on, well, not so, well probably his weakest area was, was tactics and game day, game day tactics in the box. Yeah. Now, we got, look, from a, from, a, from a tactical point of view, I think we all give credit to Michael Voss for that, but let's have a look. And I know when, when, when shit hits a fan, what, what you often hear is fuck off the assistant coaches and, and get, the, <laughs> get, the, 
get the support that he needs. We, um, yeah. How do we, we know? We all said that here. Yeah. How do we? How do we? Um, and I've said it too. Like, okay, yeah. don't worry, I've said it too. Yeah. How? How do we? Look, this. This is more been a turnaround than just the game plan. Hundred percent. It, it, it's been. It's been on the back of. Everything that this bloke was brought to the football club for. And that was to hold his nerve, hold his nerve, be patient, believe in the process and take leadership to another level at this football club that it's never fucking been at. Never. It's never been at that level since probably Stephen Kernahan was was at the club when... You know, it was it was old school football. You know, old school football. Yeah. You sort of you had some sort of alpha male leaders, and they just went out and they cracked in, and you know, rah rah rah, and all that type of stuff. This is this is new age leadership, and what Michael Voss has been able to do, if if, if that's correct, that he's you know, he's <coughs> believed he's believed in them, but had hard conversations with them, but did it in a way not to, so that they've gone into their shell. Um, and then you, and then you sort of think of guys like Ash Hansen who's apparently really tactically gifted. Um, and you take your hat off to them as well. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the changes will take place at the end of the year, whether new assistant coaches come in. Um, I'm not quite sure what their contract status is. But this is more than just, oh, suddenly we, let's just play some fast footy and everything will turn around. No, this is... This is more than that because this, yeah, this it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't work like that. It's 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 a lot in their head, um, and it just it just wonders how it got to that stage though. How did they get to that stage? Were there were there too too many tweaks to the the game plan from last year? Did they go too ultra defensive because they leaked so many goals last year? You know, did that did that? How many goals did Collingwood kick? In a row in that last game of the year, I can't remember in that last quarter how many did they. Kick? I think it was five, five or six. Five, five at least. Yeah. I mean, how much? And that was consistent in the first half of the season. I remember. I remember we were blowing Port Adelaide out of the park, and then they. Yeah. Blew, we were blowing Hawthorne out of the park. We were blowing Sydney out of the park. The Bulldogs out of the park, but they just kept. I think we did Adelaide as well. The same. Yeah, and I mean, how much did that? They, they go over the preseason and go, we really need to tighten up our team, team defence. And did they take it too far? That's that's probably tactically what happened. And on the back of that, the players potentially lost their way. The one improvement, Frank, you noticed it, was our transition from or our, 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 our um our ability, our, our ability to let teams just run the ball from our back line into their forward lines. We've tightened that up significantly. It's not, yeah, it's, that's not happening. We noticed that in pre, and we went over this last week, but we noticed the preseason. Um, but this, but this game in particular, because Collingwood is, we gave super. them no. Collingwood is them, super at that. Yeah, we, we oh, gave they, them. I actually thought they came in a bit, <clears throat> a bit arrogant, Collingwood. If I'm being completely honest, they thought it was going to just happen. They weren't prepared for the forward half pressure that we put on them. I think our forward half pressure has been a bit underrated in the last six weeks. They're all talking about um, other sides that lock it in. We're probably we've probably been the best in the last, well, definitely since the since the Gold Coast game. They weren't prepared to do. I mean, even even in the last quarter, there was a stage where it looked like they were going to get over the back of us. Dockety put a hand up, stopped it, went our way, and it was just it, it was manic that pressure, and that's. And I guess, I mean, we're wrapping one, 
and we're up, we're on this winning streak. But this is all we've asked for since day one with this side. We we know the top end talent has always been there, always been there. It's now the fact that they're getting their hands dirty and they're all getting their hands dirty. That is, to me, the biggest part. And, um, you know, part, part of Weedering's form is, is turning it around since he's had that issue with the bank. I have no doubt that that made him better. Uh, but also having, you know, someone like Kemp and McGovern and fucking Marchbank, even though he was shaky on the weekend, he's going to make a massive difference to let Weedering peel, peel off his play of it. Chincotta, Fogarty, Cunningham, these young, exuberant running players, they just lift everybody. Yeah, I, I totally agree, mate. It's just it's really good points you're making. And, and I know you look at those, and this, this I mean, you, I mean the, the next stage is obviously to, to go all the way and to, to, to make sure that, you know, this is, as, as Voss says, this is sustainable. But he's always said, one thing Michael Voss has said, this is not a this is not a quick fix. We're just there to, to you know, win a premiership. This is, a, this is a sustainable model. And when you talk sustainable models, you're talking, you know, what you're talking, getting in there and, and staying there for a period of time. You know, like that's that's the ultimate goal. And we, we, look, let, let's be honest, this is like, this is still, this is still early. You know, like this is, this is yeah. like it's only six weeks. Just it's it is it, it is. But if you if you want to make sort of comparisons in regards to sides that have had question have had top end talent, and we're talking top end talent, um, have had questions asked of them along the journey, and you know, in regards to inconsistent mental, you know, mental fucking application and intestinal fortitude questions. You know, Richmond's, Geelong's, all yep. those teams have had that asked of them through their journeys and they've they've and I'm not saying we're Richmond or Geelong because they had they'd actually played for No, but we fucking could be. We we, we, we really we, we really could be. Well we, we could be. We could be yeah. but you can also we could but be. Fucking, you can also go back to lines two thousand one. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean all all sides all sides go through and the, and the thing, the thing with us is, we, we, this this win was a was a win we, we've never had, and that's why we're sort of and, and so we should be fucking excited, like so we should be. This isn't this isn't a final, this isn't a grand final at, at all, but it's it's a win we 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 all understood that we needed, you know, we needed for this for this to go okay with with. You know, not just because it was the top team. It was more in the manner in which we did it on a Friday night, big stage. Um, a little bit of pressure on us now because we've built momentum. And we, you know, I think the question mark on this team is when the pressures come, you know, I think when we first got on a bit of a roll, it felt like the pressure was off a little bit. You know, yep, like that, exactly. You know, yep. nothing, nothing to lose, you know. Fuck, the season could be over. Let's just fucking have a But that, that's what you think. But now... Now that you know the pressure's starting to rise, you know, like fuck, we still need to keep winning. Everyone's talking about us now, so no one was talking about us back then. It was almost like Carlton are irrelevant again. Fucking put it back on the back seat, you know. Like, and even even when we were winning those games, no one was talking about us. They only started talking about us probably again once we bet Port, and then when we sort of like yeah started the roll, start the talk, and then. The build up to the Collingwood game, everyone was talking, 
about us again, and now they're talking about us again. So there it is, boys. There's the challenge again because now we're in the spotlight again. Now but haven't the they fucking haven't they fucking bent over backwards to try and give Collingwood every out for the loss this week? Like fair income, I've heard every fucking excuse as to why Collingwood has lost, and the only excuse that I haven't heard is that Carlton were actually really good on Friday night. Yeah. I've heard that they travelled from fucking Adelaide, so it was a, you know it's a thirty minute travel. Like I take longer shits than that. You know what I mean? Like for Christ's sake, you know. Um, yeah, no. They, they had nothing. To, they had nothing to play for because they're two games clear on top. I mean, do we really expect Collingwood in the Peter McCallum Cup game against their biggest rivals, Carlton? You reckon they're just going to sit there and go, oh, look, you know what? We'll just sit this one out. Don't worry about this one here. We're fine. We're okay. We'll let Carlton win. No, from every fucking Collingwood supporter that I know. All the talk was, this is round 23 again. We're going to end Carlton's season this Friday night. This is what we're going to do. We're the top team on the ladder. We're going to beat Carlton. They're nothing on us. We'll beat them like we did last time. The pressure was on us. Oh. Like There was a massive amount of pressure. Collingwood went there to win. Like Make no fucking mistake about it. I don't care what anyone says. I don't yeah, care no. what anyone says. Yeah, no, I no, no, agree. And I don't, I don't think... Um... I don't think their coach Craig McRae's the type. And yet, let's 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 be honest. He, Michael Voss is his. They're really good mates. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're premiership teammates, and he's got. I think before that game, it was three zip in favour yeah. of McRae. Yeah, no fucking way. Knowing how competitive those blokes are, that he he would have gone into that game going, "I'm going to give him a great mate a win." No, no, no way. No, no fucking way. Like no way in the wide world would it would it be been. Say to his players, and he you listen to you listen to I listened to McRae's press conference. Um, he said we've got a lot of work to do. You know the the, 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 the teams are teams are now putting work into us. They you know they you can't stop in this. So if, if if anyone thinks that Collingwood are in a position to take their foot off the pedal this time of year and take it easy, they've got fucking rocks in their head. Seriously, they took they put in a they put in a if, if they. No, okay, let's put it this way. They put in a full-strength team other than Bobby Hill. Yep. He was the only one that didn't play that, that probably was in their best 22. Have a look at the amount of blokes they could have played that were in the VFL. If they wanted to play fun, funny buggers, they would have played, like Port Adelaide possibly, they would have played mm. three, four guys yeah. to give them a chance. No, that was... <laughs> That was a top-notch Collingwood team. When I looked at that on paper, when I looked at it on that on paper, I go, fuck, there's not many holes in this team. There's so, not many holes in that team. Uh, I, 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 hang on, just really quickly. I, I laughed. So I, I couldn't go that night. I was, having, I was looking after the kids. Wifey was working that night. So I watched it from home. You know, last quarter, they got within 20-odd points of us. And the Collingwood chance started. And I looked at my kids and I started laughing. I said, are these fucks serious? Like, do they actually think that that's going to intimidate us in any way? And I wanted to see, I was actually really excited for the last quarter. Frank messaged me, you messaged me, Frank, and you were nervous. And I said, nah, this is the test that I want. This is almost exactly the same as what it was last year. I want to see if we've fucking grown or not. I want to see if we've taken that next step. Because if we go back into our shells and this team gets up and wins, then we've learnt nothing. We're no better than what we were last year, last round of the year, 
and we've let this team bully us again. But if we win this game, this is a win of substance. Oh, great. And we did. And this is why I was so savage on this free hit notion that this wasn't a free hit. This was, there was actually more riding on this game than, than probably any game that we've had under Voss. More, and I know, I know, you know. You want to what? Say, Sorry, Bucky, why were they saying it was a free hit? I, uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, well, I don't get that mentality. Well, I don't I get think, that thinking. I think, I think it was more around the context that if we do happen to lose it, it's not, it's not all over. In regards to playing finals football, I, don't, I see. I don't think that way anyway. I don't really crunch the numbers. I just, I just think this is this game now. In regards to who we are, like who we are and who we want to stand for as a football team and a football club, needs to be approached in a way with a in a way that it's 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 not it's not just let's let's just have a, a crack at the best. It's this has to be we've built. So much momentum, and and if people honestly believe in that five week period of those big wins we were having against Port Adelaide, and all those wins, and there was question marks on us in regards to with the opposition, but people were saying, no, 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 fuck, we we are well, let's let's see it then. Let's if we are if we are the real deal, it needs to happen tonight. It, it can't. It can't be the mentality that oh we can lose this one, but it's okay we can. Yeah, but is no. that a but is that a mentality of, and we've spoken about this on here. I think there's a divide between Carlton supporters. There's the younger supporters that haven't experienced much or any success, and then there's us supporters who have seen premierships, who know what Carlton is, that go into a Carlton Collingwood or any fucking game, but especially a game like this, and go no. We're not taking these pricks lightly. We're not going to sit here and say, you know what? If we get within a goal or two of them, that's okay. We accept that. No, we don't accept that. We want to win. Oh, yeah. Like we win these fucking games. Yeah. Like we we don't sit back and say, you know, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. Look, we don't win this one. We got four more games. We we'll win those ones, but this one's okay. No, no. Well, that's, I, I was pretty fucking dirty on that, and I know some of it was in context in regards to you know if we don't. It's not the end of the world, but I, I, look, you lose that game, it's not the fucking end of the world, but no. in regards to who we are, and why, look, put it this way, mate, why are people so up and about and happy now? Because we, we fucking beat Collingwood. We beat, we beat the top team on the ladder. Yeah, yeah, so all those people are saying it was a free hit, and they, like, you're going, oh, you know, like, oh, okay, we won that. No, no, they're fucking over the moon. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're fucking, they're fucking, they're fucking, all right. they're, they're fucking loud. They're fucking louder than what we are. You know, Webby, I mean? like, like, Webby, how'd you, how'd you celebrate the win, Webby? I mean, in, in the context of of a Carlton Collingwood win or a win throughout, we'll say the last 20 years, because we've been near on fucking abysmal for the better part of 20 years. Webby, yeah. what do, where do you rank this win? Like, you, you, it's you, up there. you sit it's here and there. say, well, if we'd lost this one here, then we've still got four more games to go. But we won. So where does it rank? I mean, this is this is pretty momentous for us. This is a pretty big win. It probably ranks just outside the elimination final against Richmond. Right. Um, like, I, I actually personally look. Look, like, keep going, Webby. Sorry, mate. You keep yeah, going. Keep going. That's right, mate. Um, I came on here last week and I said free hit in terms of. They're full strength. They're two games clear. 
Um, we had in- injuries coming out of our fucking asses. So, but, 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 but to get up and win, it's massive. It's massive. But, yeah. but again, we have to move on pretty quickly. St Kilda's coming up. They're a bogey team. The game's at Marvel. Right? It's not done yet. It's not done yet. Oh, I think I think it's I think you hit the nail on the head there, Webby. I think I think most reasonable Carlton supporters are, are, are knowing that 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 is that is a significant moment for the club. But at the same time, there's fucking hell, like it's this next month is is huge. Yeah. Um, it is huge. Like <laughs> it's you know like it, like this... we half our games, Bucky, and we play finals. Simple. Yeah, and I think but we're not we're not talking half game. This is so. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is the difference. I'm not thinking half games, right? I'm not thinking let's win two out of four. I'm thinking in my head. I'm thinking, you know what? If this team's fair income, we win four out of four. We take that momentum into finals, and we start winning finals. Like, let's not just get in there and say, oh, beautiful, we just made it. We finished seventh or eighth. Now let's see what we can do if we make it now. Play either, you know. We want to fucking win. I mean, you know, we're a ch- we're a chance. We keep winning. We make top four. Now imagine we make oh, top hey, four hey, and play fucking Collingwood again. Christ Almighty! Hey Vince, Vince, before we move on, Becky, Bucky, I've got one, one. So we, we had a not a, not a criticism, but a concern about them marking inside fifty eighteen yep. times. I have one other concern. I just want to get your thoughts on it. So second half, and this is not to put a downer on it. It's thirty three inside fifties to nineteen second yep. half. Yep. We had 11 scoring shots out of those 19. Yep. Is that sustainable? What happened uh, there? So they dominated inside 50s after half time or in that yeah. third quarter, didn't they? What, yeah, was it, what was it that the third quarter it was 17? It was 17, 17 6 or something? 17 6. Yeah. 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 Um, look, I think that was on the back of obviously losing Cherry didn't help with that and we lost our way because he was, he was sort of dominating. <laughs> But they also had a lot of shallow entries. Like, go back and watch it again. They had a lot of shallow entries, and we 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 were not allowing them to get those easy inside fifty entries. Like, we blocked them up pretty good. Yeah, I think I think they they did have a fair bit of pressure on them as well. I think I think what we are forgetting here as well is they're a fucking good footy team. Yeah, yeah like right. they, they are like they are they are like I've sort of mentioned this in my preview. Um, they are like one of the more unique. And sort of talented football teams I've seen inside. And, and this is a team that hasn't won anything yet, you know, yeah. but just yeah, we're, we're, we're pumping them up. They've, they've actually no, no, they've, they've, they haven't won a grand final for, for 13 years, this team. But they've changed, um, they've, they've changed the way the game has sort of been played yeah. over the last, say, 18 months. Yeah. Um, they, they're the ones, they're like, they're like trendsetters, and I think. The other teams now are, are trying to sort of catch up to that and, and finding ways to, one, negate it, but also sort of take it on head-to-head. Um, it is so a dangerous just, way to play, though, the way that they do because I, they generally don't bury teams, especially the quality teams. They generally sort of keep them within arm's reach. They They... You know, you get within... You get maybe two, three, four goals up and you think you sort of... I don't know if teams let their guard down a little bit against them, thinking, well, we've got them here. And then they up the ante in the last quarter. There's only so many times you can do things like that. 
I think one thing, yeah, I, I agree, but I think one thing that's a little bit, not so much overrated, you don't want to overrate. I think when, if Nick Dacos doesn't necessarily fire in that midfield, it's, and, and I mean, to go as a star, don't get me wrong, but I don't think the midfield is as strong as what, um, as what a lot of people make out to be. I think they get a lot of their, their spring and, and rebound from their back half, and you're able to negate that. Um, whoever played the role, I don't know. If you, I, I was at the game. Um, you boys probably would have picked it up and never watched a replay yet. But who, who, who was responsible for Isaac Quainer? Because I thought he had a he had a fucking dog of it. It looked Isaac like Quainer. it was it was Cunningham from what I saw. Yeah, because Cunningham didn't actually have a huge influence on the game. He didn't need to. He moved yeah. away from the play. Yeah, no, that's a bloody good point, mate, because I, I, I think he had some really clean moments, Cunningham, yep. Yep. Uh, in the second half, really important moments. But he obviously was engaging Quainer. Um, and although Noble, I thought, was one of their best, he wasn't he wasn't necessarily damaging. Yeah. Um, play your just, role. It's play your role. Yeah, that's yeah. That's all just, it is. It, it, it's funny, isn't it, because... A lot of these, um, a lot of these plays that sort of come in, like Fogarty, were on the scrap heap. You know, like, they were on the scrap heap, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we were talking before Fogarty come in. We were talking, okay, these are the blokes that are going to be delisted. These are the blokes yeah. that are going to go. And suddenly, <laughs> Fuck. suddenly, suddenly, fucking. <laughs> Suddenly, no one's getting delisted. Bucky, about 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 Wade Frank, about yeah, about two months ago, yeah. I went through I went through with Frank and Webby. We did every single player that we've got on the list, right? Yeah. yeah. And w- between them both, I re- there might have been about seven or eight plays difference, but Frank had about twenty that he would keep. Yeah. The rest he'd either trade or fuck off. Just as simple as that. Yeah, and I reckon it'd be really interesting now, and I won't do it now. But if we did it again right now, um, uh, players like um, uh, uh, Jack Martin, uh, players like Oes, players like Fogarty, um, uh, players like Kemp, uh, all these guys that you thought shit, I don't know whether these guys are going to make it or not. Now all of a sudden you go and hang on, fuck. Yeah, they're they're right in it. I mean, these guys, these guys could. Well, these guys could be playing in finals in in six weeks' time. Well, then that's got, a fucking effort. Then you got guys like fucking Cunningham and Marchback that couldn't get on the park for seventeen years, and suddenly, yeah, like I actually, I, I I was at the game as I said before, but and that, but then I've sort of read people's comments that Marchbank had a a sort of a not a great night, but I sort of thought he actually did quite well. But did he get his? No, bench? I think he was fine. Did he get I his bench down far. late or something? Did he? Nah, he, he, he. I just, I think out of the back, from what I saw, and I've watched really him play two, two or three times. So he just looked. You could tell he hadn't played senior footy for a year or so. That's, yeah, okay. That's how I'll put it. He wasn't. He wasn't our worst. He wasn't our best. He was sort of just treading water, and he wasn't. Um, Plowman or Young, like where he was jittery and fumbly, he just he just didn't have the assurance that we know when Marchbank goes for a third up, he, he'll take it. Or he just he seemed to be just a certain yard off the pace. He'll get better, and I think he's he's in our best okay. twenty-two well, when he's fit. Okay, I'll ask you. I'll, I'll pose a question to you three, learned gentlemen, in regards to because <laughs> because Jack Martin's contracted, 
So he ain't going anywhere. Like he, he's contracted. So, he's in the fucker, so so is Lockie O'Brien. I mean, fair Yeah, yeah exactly right. But I mean, if they wanted to trade, they could, but he's contracted. But okay, I'll I'll I'll, po- I'll, I'll ask you this question. Marchbank plays the rest of the season, okay? Because if he if he if he plays the last four games and potentially finals, it means he's his body's stayed sound in that time and he's playing reasonable football. Okay. Cunningham plays the rest of the season. Touchwood. Yeah. Fogarty t- plays the rest of the season. There's three blokes out of contract. Okay, I'll go first. Does Marchback have the club next year? I'll, I'll, I'll preface that by saying this. If they re-sign McGovern, I don't think they'll re-sign Marchbank. If they don't re-sign McGovern, I think they'll keep. I think one of them will be there. One of them won't. I think yep. if they keep, if they re-sign McGovern and then want to keep Marchbank, it'll be on a one-year term, on our right. terms. That's personally. I'd keep them both because yep. you need that backup. Uh, boy, what about the uh, Webby? What do you reckon? Marchbank at the club next year? Uh, I'll go a different tack. I reckon they'll delist him and then re-looking in for a year. Okay. okay. That's, that's, yeah. I reckon we keep him. Okay, what about uh, Cunningham? Ah, uh, Cunningham, yeah. Yep, yep, Kate. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Fogarty? Well, Fog- yep, Kate. Fo- Fogarty's an interesting one. The first one I'd sign. Fogarty. But, well, no, Fogarty's an interesting one because bowl reports are into Gresham, balls deep. I hope, yeah, um, yeah I've read that. I hope so, not. What do you How, do what was that, Frank? Before we're into, Drake we're into Drake Gresham, balls deep. So, oh, okay. So then, would you say they're similar type players? Uh, I think Jesus Christ, it's it's bloody funny, isn't it, boys? When when you when there's a, a player on the radar from another club, and and you actually, I actually really rate him. I've always oh. I've always rated Jake Gresham, and he always plays well against us. And I just think he's such a classy player. But you listen to, I really like listening to to. Op- like the supporters of that club that they're from, they fucking hate uh, it. <laughs> they fucking hate <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like God Almighty, like Jesus Christ. Um, they don't like you. you know, Is that because? Of, but they, but that's because they. Yeah, but they seem to be. There's that. Exactly right. Exactly right. I don't watch St Kilda enough to probably get a really informed decision on him. And now that now that. There's a possibility that he could be coming to us. I'm probably going to go through there. He's the cream. I, I would describe him as the Des Headland of the Brisbane Lions. Great. <laughs> I know, I know, for the fact of, if he didn't have Voss, Lappin, Black, Ackermanis, when Headland was there, he wouldn't be much. But because he doesn't get the attention, he's the cream on top. Personally, so he, I, I wouldn't be going up. Gresham's not the player we need. Okay, so, so who said that? If we get Gresham, get rid of Fogarty. Was well, that was... I, I just think that's what – I don't think they'll get – you're not going to go hard for a small half-forward, forward pocket yep. really hard and then keep the one that's in your back pocket. I just yeah. don't know if they'll do that. I mean, it's, 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 it's really it's, it's a really interesting stage we're at because these are three blokes that obviously – I mean, Fogarty missed a lot of footy with a, with a back problem and yeah. – um, Marchback hasn't been able to get on the park and Cunningham and they and the, let's be honest boys they're still I don't I don't think they're necessarily any of them are out of the woods yet particularly particularly Cunningham and Marchback you know I mean they look fit I mean 
Cunningham looks fit. He's, he looks as fit as he's ever been. Um, and yeah, I know, but he's one, he's one, one, you know, <laughs> fucking one injury away from just saying, oh. you know, if it happens again, it's like fuck again, like another, another knee injury. Like, do we really need he's, something like that? Because another player he down. He's, so he's just cream. He's, yeah, he's just really got, good. He's got so much class, and um, we don't have a lot of that on our list. And that's – I don't think you can afford to keep that. I think you can find a tackling machine like a Fogarty. I think you can. But, I mean, you know, we were criticising Ross fucking eight weeks ago saying he doesn't know what he's doing. So let him let him do what he has to do. And I'm sure Agresta and Austin know what they're doing. And they've done a fairly good job re-signing the plays they need to, apart from Silvani. So let's see what they do. But – uh, it's good. It means that there's pressure on these boys that they have to perform. Yeah, well, it's Fogarty, a, Fogarty knows he's not playing. And it's, it's, well, it's, it's a sort of funny one too because we were what riding you, the... What would you, you do, Bucks? With, with who? With, with, with all they, three of them? Um, I think... I, I, I Personally, I, I probably wouldn't keep Marchback. Yeah. Unless he, unless he really finishes the year with some... And it's very, very hard because he's missed a lot of football. But if he if he finishes in a blaze of glory, then yeah, it'd be pretty hard to get rid of him. But I feel like if he just sort of plays, you know, a, a bits and pieces role, and it's not, I, I, I probably wouldn't be keeping him. So what happens Def- if they let McGovern go though? Is it um, McGovern and Marchbank? Because one, no, no, they wouldn't, the they wouldn't do that. I think McGovern will stay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think McGovern will stay. I think he's. I think he's a priority. I think McGovern will stay. I would keep, definitely keep Cunningham. I think he's, as you say, he's a class act. Um, but it's just, it's just. I don't know, boys. Like touch wood with these guys, and yeah, and, and I, I, to be perfectly honest, I don't know about Fogarty yet. i still, I still don't know. Yeah. I still think we've got like Durden. Um, we've got Owies. We've got Motlop. Um, that's three smalls. Um, you can't. I don't think you can necessarily keep them all. Um, so I think Durden's contracted, Motlop's contracted, um, Owies is contracted, and Fogarty's not. It's a big decision. It's out a really of, big decision. All right, out of those smalls you mentioned, yep. Fogarty's probably really the only one that goes midfield. Sometimes, so he's got that different dynamic. But, but he is older, mate. He is correct. Older. Yeah, correct. He is older, and I, and I feel if, what what Foggy doesn't do though. How many goals does he kick? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, that's not his. That's not in his kit bag, is it? Yeah, he hasn't hit the scoreboard, but he's a he's a fierce tackler, and he bloody works hard. Yeah. Um, he's a pressure forward without kicking the goals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think he's. I think the thing that impressed me about him last night was his was his ability to get up the ground and. Some of his link work was sensational. You know, I think he was the one that was he the one in that that passage of play with Hollands that you mentioned. He was the one that gave the handball to Hollands. Correct. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. the one that was sort of worked through the midfield and, and sort of forward handball. It was uh, yeah, no, he's he's playing really good football. It's going to be some bloody tough decisions come the end of the year. And as you said, I think someone said before that I think Lockie O'Brien is fucking hell. Like he's, he's yeah, got another geez. he's got another year running on his contract. I mean, we might we make some mistakes. Like we gave Pedro a four year contract. You know, Lockie's still got another year left on his contract. You know, just some of the decisions we make, fair income, but move on, Vinny. <laughs> All right, look. Um, 
Hey, we've kept you here for ages. We're going to move on to really quickly move on to these Twitter questions, talk about next week's game, and then we're off. So I'll do it really quick. Um, so we've put some questions. We've put the, the, the feelers out on Twitter. A few, a few guys and girls have um, asked some questions, so I'll be real quick about it. Uh, Kaz wrote in, um, you baggers, fuck Collingwood. In terms of where we've come from and the personnel out of the side, that was our biggest win since when? Well, I think Webby probably answered it best when he said maybe the Carl Richmond 2013 final. Mm. It's probably our biggest win since then. So, yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Uh, in terms of home and away, I don't know. I mean, probably we had a game. pretty big wing against Geelong maybe a few years ago. Pretty big. I just one? think in terms of the way that we played. Yeah, I, I just, I just think in, 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 in the way, in terms of the way that we're actually playing now, uh, in terms of, uh, in, in the, in the fact that we're, we're really doing it as a team and not as individuals, like I said before, I just think this is, I haven't seen us play like this for a very long time, a very long. So it's very hard to see, you know, standout brilliance by Charlie Kernow and Weedering, the two bookends. But everybody else, you could you could raffle up maybe seven or eight names who you'd give votes to. Just well, yeah. really tough, well, but, really but, tough. But in those in those really good teams where you need everyone contributing, you still have your stars. Like yeah, like yeah. Like, like, like when Richmond, like when Richmond winning, winning those grand finals, it was an even contribution. But Dustin Martin was just fucking sensational. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, I mean? but like, he but he had that support around him. You know what I mean? Like he still had those players there. And then and then, and then Geelong, like Dangerfield, like 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 you always have those guys who just break games open. You know, you need yeah. that. You need those X Factor type players who, who stand up on the big stage, and that's what Charlie did. Oh fuck, we've got a few of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave Norster said, "What are three things you have in your favour going into the finals, and three things you need to improve on?" Or what scares you about the finals? Frank, you want to uh, take that on quickly? Three things we need to improve on. Three things we have in our favour and three things we need to improve on. Ugh. I don't know. If, if you can't name much, three, I don't just... Know if we've, I don't know if we've got much in our favour. We're not, we, we're, not, we're not there yet, so I don't know if we've got... We just need to keep our head down, bum up, and keep doing what we're doing and pressure, pressure, pressure. It's all based around pressure and contest. We keep doing that, we'll be fine. Stuff we need to improve on, I think, we sort of mentioned it before about the inside fifties and um, Mark's opposition fifties and just make sure we don't take any team lightly. And I think the thing that's going to not starting to worry me, but will come into it. If we lose another midfield soldier, um, the soldier in soldier out doesn't work when it's terror and Walsh and Kennedy. It's that second tier that struggles to get there. So I think we've got to keep our, uh, uh, fucking lose Cripps or Hewitt. Fuck. Yeah. We'll start yeah. crying then. All right. So, um, uh, Heath, you can answer this one if you want. This is from Christian Chapcoon. Yep. Uh, have we finally unlocked Jack Martin's potential? I think oh, I think he – I sort of forget when he first came to the club. His first six yeah. weeks was sensational. I just yeah. remember when he first came. Just His see, first game. Yeah, I just could see what a what a good player he was. Um, it's always been about getting him on the park, but I think, yeah. I think, I think he's in. I think he's at the right age, and I think when you're at the right age like that, you know, I think he's got a young family, and 
I think he's just in the right headspace now. You know, really team orientated, really team focused, and probably realizes, boys, that you get to that point in your career and you sort of think what you want to get out of it. You know, like what what team success you want to have. And he seems like a he seems like a really popular figure around the club. It's like he's he's really well liked, and I think I think the, the good thing about Jack Jack Martin is um, his work rate is sensational, and I think. As well, boys, just got to be really careful with these forwards. Um, it is a it is a really selfless position that that high half forward or that forward pocket. You're not getting used a lot. You're creating space. You're doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of running, which is not rewarded. Mm. And I think we just think that guys are just going to go in there and kick three or four goals and break the game open and do this and do that. Like it just doesn't necessarily work that way. And I think I think keep him on the park. Um, he's just a massive asset for us. But, but, probably, 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 probably. When you really think about it, outside of Charlie and Harry, he's our most important. That's most important. But, yeah. but, but, Vossi, Vossi references him a lot in his press conferences, both pre and post game. If you noticed, he he always mentions his toughness and work rate, which is from the out of we don't sort of see him being a tough player, but. Fuck, he's hard as nails, isn't he? Did you, did watch, you guys... watch that video, mate. I'm telling you, he's run. Oh, it's insane. Did you guys pick it up on the TV? I mean, Webby, you were at the game, were you, Webby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I can't remember what quarter it was, but he went to clean someone up in the middle of the ground and missed it. Yeah. Oh, just... He, went, he yeah. went 100 miles an hour. And I reckon if he'd have connected this guy, he would have fucking sent him to the bloody <laughs> fucking Flinders Street station. He, he, I don't know who it was. Because he, he's got that ability to – he's got that timing, you know, that yeah. timing to, to lay a really clean and legal bump. He did that um, a couple of weeks ago. He freaking laid someone out, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Was it Gold Coast? Gold Coast, I think. Oh, Gold, yeah, Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, he's a ripper. He's a ripper. Good question, Christian. Uh, Dom in the dark. I haven't done the ladder predictors, but he's top four entirely out of the question. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. But yes, it yes. look, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Look, just keep winning. It is as simple as that. I'm not. At this point in time, all all I want to do is just keep winning. Just keep this form going, and that's it. I'm I'm not really interested where we finish. Look, at the end of the day, we had those six ga- that 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 period of six games where we probably should have won. We should have fucking won all of them, really. But, you know, if we'd won three or four of those games, we're looking at top four. It's as simple as that. So we're the only team that we can blame for not being in the top four is us. Yeah. We're in the position that we're in now. There's not much we can do about it right now, but we can keep winning. So as long as we keep winning, we can do what we can do. The other teams will win and lose around us. So be it. We make top four, great. We don't – as long as we make finals and just keep winning. During that six-week stretch, for, uh, Vince, Carlton would have lost the fucking Northern West Coast. We we were playing that that fucking bad. Well, no, we didn't. We didn't because we beat West Coast by 100, mate. Um, in, in, in that, that was, yeah, that was in that right because we got beaten by Adelaide, got smashed. Yeah. And then we played St. Kilda. Kilda. And then and they, we played they beat us. Yeah, they yeah. beat us. Then we smashed West Coast. And then we lost six in a row. Yeah. So, um, no, we were in, we were in some pretty look, shit form when we played. True. <clears throat> we're not look. We're not looking backwards. Let's yeah. just look forwards, and yeah. and that's it. Uh, 
Frank, this is for you. Cam has asked, does Franco still think you should trade half the team, including Cripps? Well, fucking hell, mate. Uh, well, we we, we just spoke. We just spoke about that. Give it a rest. Camus is a good bloke and he's a massive Collingwood supporter and the soft cock daddy he sent me a message um, five minutes to go in the last quarter and said, well done, mate. I mean, you know, like we said it in the heat of the moment. I didn't actually think we said we're going to trade everyone. We had reasons to why. Hang on, hang on a second. We had reasons to why we would trade a guy like Cripps if he and we can only base it on what we see, and Bucky, you, I don't know whether you have the same opinion, but you can only base this on what you see at the time. I mean, I'm not saying to trade Harry Mackay now, but uh, Charlie's last two games have been his best two games without the big fella there. I'm not saying to trade him, so hold your horses, fucking folks out there. But there are options there to be able to do that, and you know that's all we were saying. So. Yeah, I put my hand up. There was a few that I wanted out the door, like Martin and and um, Walsh. Yeah, but look, at the end of the nah, day, let I, me just I, let I me got, wait, 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 wait. Let me I've let me just say this. For hang on, hang on, hang on. For Walsh, as for, uh, income, as you know some. Yeah, but Frank, wait. There are some people out there now. Like I, I saw somebody make a statement the other day that, oh, if you if you were critical of the team when we were losing games and you want to Vosk on, you don't get to celebrate this win. Uh, I mean, that. fuck oh, off, mate. Oh, Seriously, I had a you know, come up to me after the fucking West Coast game and freaking and fucking. Said, 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 said fucking exactly that to me. Oh, Look, like, you know, we've ride the ups and downs with this team. When we're down, we're in the yeah. shits. And when we're up, in. we get excited. I mean, fuck. You, you, yeah, you, I... You've always got to be, you know, um, you know, uh, sunshines and rainbows coming out of your assholes oh, and shit like that. Like, fucking hell. Fair no, income, people. Jesus Christ. We're in the cheap seats here. We call it as we see it. But we've been members... I know Vinny and I have been members for near on 30 years. Bucky, you've probably yeah. been a lot more, and Webby, yeah. you've been a little bit less. So it's our opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's uh, what look, we feel at the time. And if they say, uh, fuck them, that's what I say. I just think, <laughs> I just think if they get, I mean, I, 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 I've seen those as well. Like, I, I just don't understand why after a, after a win like that and after a period of, of really why well, you would even feel the need to Yeah, it's like we've got fucking it's like we've got fucking gatekeepers of the club. You know, it's like <laughs> if we say it's good, then it's good. Because well, I mind your own business. I was actually thinking about that today because if those people who put that out that you don't get to celebrate this now, we'll have I reckon 80% of the fucking Carlton fans were feeling like this was fucking going downhill. Even the most positive in Paul Bambazo had just about had enough. You know yeah. what I mean? But Bucky, but so, Bucky, so, so, but it was at that stage. I mean, yeah, yeah, there was no light. There was no light. It's like we'd lost to Essendon and we thought, fuck, like, how deep does this go? We well, were lot. Nobody saw it. Not the I, most optimistic Carlton supporter saw it. None. But if then people are so, now saying, go away, you don't deserve... Well, we'll have fucking 5,000 people at the game next week. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, 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 that's how... I mean, there was a, maybe a handful of supporters that stuck fat, everything will be all right. Externally, Bucky, they stuck fat. Internally, they were probably seething like us. But well, like, yourself, like yourself, we've got a YouTube channel and, and we've got a, 
a podcast that we do. People hear exactly what we do, and fortunately or unfortunately, they hang on every word you fucking say. Oh, it's look, gospel. Oh, but it's, not, yeah. it's our fucking opinion. I mean, <laughs> me, me, and, me and Vinny do this because we, we, we want to talk about the club, and we sort of don't. We hold ourselves to not talk to each other after the game. The rest will have nothing else to fucking talk about in here, but... It's yeah. it's what we want to do. So those supporters or opposition that think that you know you can't go back on your word, it's I don't know. It's it's just one of those things that you just move on with. And what do you do? No, I totally agree, mate. Just fucking say what you want to say. As long as it's you know what, as long as it's it's sort of respectful and correct. You don't you don't yeah. cross the line like the fucking knobheads who are who are yelling out to Jack Silvani. Yeah, stuff. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that's that, bullshit. Though. That is just ridiculous. But if you, that if, you if you if you want to say sack the coach, if you want to say trade him, or if you want to say well, fuck it, gives a fuck. Like it's just it's the same, mate. It's an opinion. Agreed. It's a passionate game. At the end of the day, we supporters. At the end of the day, I don't think the club really listens to us anyway. No, but, the, no. but the fans, the, all the fans and supporters here that listen to your show. They're the ones that listen to you. You know what I mean? So correct. They get enjoyment out of it. So yeah, it is what it is. Correct. All right. Uh, I'll quickly go through these because a lot of these are just uh, a bit of fluff. Uh, Scotto says, "Looking forward to Webby's rant, Webby's statement, especially after that statement game. Can we win it from here? Can we dare to dream? This footy is top two footy." Heath, just in case you don't know, Scotto's a big no, Western Bulldog no. supporter. Vinny, Scotto actually knows Bucky. Bucky. I actually spoke to Scotto before I jumped on. I think you guys have got a connection with a guy called Skater. Skater. Skater at the club at some some club you're involved with, maybe Werribee, and um, yeah. that's what he he reckons that no, no, he he doesn't know you personally, but he he said that there's a common link between you okay. and a guy called Skater. I don't know what the fuck that means, but fuck it, um, it sounds like fucking Skater and I was smoking some fucking bombs. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but, 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 but Scotto will hear this. So Scotto, if you hear this, yeah, get, get, get us, Scotto. Let us know what the fuck that is, Scotto. So, yeah. All right, Frank. Uh, Dr. Blue says, why does Frank, just keep this short and sweet. Frank, why does Franco hate Nick Dacos so much? I don't know. See, this isn't, I've never used the word hate. I think Dacos is a beautiful moving footballer. But to me, he's not, I like the, people say he's an inside player. He's not. He's an outside player. And I saw stuff, and I don't watch him every week, but I can only watch him when he plays us. I saw five incidents on the weekend. He couldn't wait to move out the way, and he almost shit himself in, on five of those occasions. Now, like anyone, if you put the heat on them, they go to water. Um, the jelly I made for the kids this morning was tougher than him on the weekend. So I, 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 would love him, I would love him at my club, but he's not the fucking messiah that everyone says. He's a, he's a good footballer. I think we use the word great too much. He's a good footballer. If he wins a Brownlow, he might be a very good footballer. But he is not in the Bont, Petrarca, Martin League. Not Crips, give Charlie. Him another, give him another. No, they're not in their league. Give him another 10 years at the same level. But he's not at their league yet. He's a good footballer. But I saw some stuff on the weekend, which was a bit, you know, street, marks, in the, street marks that... 
uh, Peter's wife will have to um, clean up <laughs> on, on, on Sunday night. And you, and you would have seen him as well, Bucky. Oh, he's you, a may, bit, you, you yeah. may have a different opinion on what I, I, I think. He's th- a beautiful moving player, but he's still got a lot to work on. I think he, yeah, look, 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 I agree. He's not the most physical player going around. It's a bit of, as you say, a bit of Marjorie rolling down the back of the league there at one stage. Look, he won't be the first or last player that that's probably not sort of hard in the contest. I mean, Craig Bradley was one of the all-time greats and he was just a running machine and greatly skilled. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a beautiful footballer, Dacos. I mean, he uses the ball yeah. really well. And he, I think, I think, you know, the world's his oyster really, um, you know, but I think some guys, some guys, you know, don't like, don't like the heat in that, in that sense. Um, and just go easy on the kid as well, you know. Like no, he's, 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 he's bloody nineteen years yeah. of age or whatever he is. Like they, they're building I'm, him up. I, yeah, I actually no, no, almost feel sorry no, for him. I'm calling him Mister Fifty Three Percent. Fuck him if he doesn't play for us. Fuck him. Oh no, I'm, 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 I'm fucking one of the one of the really good things about beating those fuckers on Friday night was. Sticking it up, those fucking dog boss boys, particularly Josh. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I think and, we and also, forget. We and don't. Also, and, well, man, also that fucking captain of theirs, that Darcy Moore, doesn't fucking, he's an ear squeaky clean. Oh, but, yeah. but it wouldn't fucking melt in his mouth the way, <laughs> the way he prances around the fucking field pre I've heard a few stories about things melting in his mouth, mate. But just the but just just the head the headphones on before the game and the way he way he walks up the race and leads the plays yeah. out, you know, he just like like he pran- he prances out. And that's oh. why I, and that's why oh. I said I thought they actually they actually came into the game. A bit arrogant against this because when he don't ran out from the race, give him an out. No, no, don't no, give him an out. No, no, Fuck's sake! From the race, he was putting his tongue out, and he needs to save that for Saturday night when he's out on town. But, <laughs> but, 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 the only thing he needed to do was play a one-on-one with Charlie. Do he can't do it. He can't do it. He got caught, Jimmy. He got caught in the Bermuda Triangle, bud. It's pretty yeah, simple. Just quickly, I remember when Richmond were on their roll and they were, you know, they were probably in the middle of that dynasty and everything they did during games and quarter time breaks, they'd be seen laughing and giggling. And I think one stage, yeah, they had that fucking small forward that went to St. Kilda. He was, he was, he was yeah. he, he'd tell a joke and they'd all be laughing. Yeah. 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 And, and they were winning games on the back of that, and everyone was going, oh, have a look at them. You know, like they just have it. Like, Collie would have got a bit of that at the moment. They've got this, they're just playing the game with pure love, which is great because it's working for them. Um, but it's funny. Yeah, but they've, not won, they've won nothing yet. No, they haven't. They've they won what haven't. we've won. And they got smacked in the mouth by a better side on the day. And they that's what we were on the day. So, fuck them. And maybe yeah. there's just. Maybe just with a loss like that, you know, just maybe, just maybe there's a chink in their in their armor. Just maybe, yes, yes. Maybe. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I, I know a few. I, don't think you, think I no, I know, I know a few passionate Collingwood supporters, and they they know over the last month or so, Collingwood just haven't been 
G'day, Rob. Cherry Wright. No, no, I'm not talking about him. It's oh, a few yeah. guys that I know. Okay. And they, oh. they just know that Collingwood just haven't been Cherry Wright. Well, I'll, I'll like they go, that. we're just looking a bit. Mm. Okay, well, I'll say this. Is that is it Vince, is it? Is it talking? Yeah. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, yep. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, Vince. I said before, mate, we had to get our ass in the gear. Have we gone too early? No, oh, because, no. Well, look, we, oh, we, look, we don't, we don't know yet. But um, what, what I'm saying to you is here: the, the Collingwood, Collingwood are going through potentially just a little, a little flat stage. Not flat, but we're four weeks away from finals. I don't think you necessarily need to be peaking right now. This is my, this is my slight concern that because we had to get our fucking ass into gear. We we can't afford really to have a dip. I don't. I actually don't think that was the best that we've performed over the last six weeks. What on the Friday on the night? weekend? Yeah, probably. Not. I don't think that was our best performance. No, I think what... to me it looked like we just went out there and did what we needed to do, and we we executed the game plan as good as I've seen us do it. But it wasn't. It wasn't an exceptional dominating performance like we performed, say, against Port Adelaide, where we completely blanketed them and then just put the foot down. With Collingwood, it was just a slow grind. And I don't, I didn't watch the game and go, what a magnificent performance. It was a, it was a hard fought. It was a tough game. Um, I think we learned a lot out of it. I think we'll take a lot out of the game. But I don't think we hit any major peak looking at that game going, we performed exceptionally in this area. We performed exceptionally in that area. I just thought we did everything. You know what? We just played a really good game and we did the basics right. All I've got to say, all I've tr- I'm, I'm, I'm try- uh, it's very hard for me to always be positive. <laughs> but, but, but just be prepared for an emotional dip. Yeah, that's okay. But no, it'll, and, it'll happen. And, 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 and reality check. Just, just, it's not so much a reality check. I just think it's very, very hard. And this is why we're seeing, this is why we see Collingwood right now, you know, last three, four weeks, maybe. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that they want to be playing their best football hitting finals. Yeah, but Bucky, we, what we need to be at now is what, what where we want our club to be is if Collingwood aren't performing at their absolute best, like they're not going full guns blazing, everything going right now, if they're, say, at 95% or not at 100%, when we hit that 95%, when we have that dip, I want to perform like Collingwood did on the weekend, where you're still giving giving teams that, that scare. Like, we don't want to dip like we did seven or eight weeks ago. We, we want to get out of that. What we want is, okay, we're going to have that dip, and it may happen in the next four weeks, but we don't want to go down so far where we get pumped by 30 or 40 oh, points, no, and we never look like we're in it. I, I, I want us to take the, I want us to have gone beyond that. Oh, no, I, I, I totally agree. I don't think it's going to get to that point. But what I'm saying is it's very hard to it's very hard to keep yourself up. I mean, this is yeah. on the trot now. It's very hard to keep yeah. yourself going. This is such a long, long season. And don't forget that 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 period where we were really bad would have been mentally draining as well. So yeah. it's, yep. it's 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 um to, to, to say we just need to keep winning and winning, which we do need to do. Like it's, it's very important to get the momentum going. I'm just preparing myself over the next couple of weeks that. It's, as I mentioned at the start of the show, it's just like a fucking really tricky period because there are 
like we got Melbourne, who's looked unbelievable today. With Max yeah. Max Gorn, and I think for a half they did. For a half they did. But, but and no, I thought that were pretty good all game. But, but, but I, I think, think... You've, I think what you've also got to take into account, Bucky, is that we're still four, five, six players from having our best side in. I agree. And I'm I not agree. saying I'm not saying you're ever going to have your best side in because we're not as kissed as Collingwood and Brisbane who haven't had an injury in in fucking three years, but. Um, putting Walsh back in, Chera back in, Kennedy back in, Silvani back in, because I don't is think Pitnett's TDK is, can work. Is, I don't think Kennedy's getting back in. I mean, it, like all those come back in, obviously Chera, Walsh, but even Harry. Boyd, but even but even someone like a Boyd oh, who Boyd. uses it, who oh. uses it so well from the back. Oh. So there's there's four yeah. or five that need to come back in. Which then automatically puts pressure on the guys in there to perform. Yeah. Because if they know they don't, well. You know, you're not getting back in. Yeah, so no, you've, you've, you've got to. So that's where I think. Yeah, I don't expect us to win every game in the next four. In fact, we'll probably drop the St Kilda game because they've got all the gorillas coming back. But let's. I think there's. You know, I think we can win more than lose in the next four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me get through these really quickly. Uh, you and Martin. Sure, Charlie and Weeder stand out, but the contribution is as even as I can remember for a long time. How hard is it to give top five votes over the last three weeks? Exactly what we said before. Very even performances. Uh, uh, Salouche says, can you smell something in the air? Um, no, I can't. Not yet. Um, Jay Clev says, can we get Nicholas Webb to sing Teenage Dirtbag live on the show? Because we run this fucking league. No, it. we can't. Go for no, it. No, no, fuck no. no. Move on. Fuck's sake. Uh, Webby, don't sing. Um, and Dan, and damn that says, will we go through the rest of the season undefeated and win the flag? $11 for the flag. We were $151 six weeks ago. Now, if you're asking me that question, I think we can go through undefeated and I think we can win the flag. Will we actually do it? Well, I actually think it's up to the players and if they believe they can, because I think this group's good enough to actually go through. I think it's just a matter of them believing that they can. I know that, but I'm just saying, if they believe that they can, why not? I mean, with the plays that we had out on the week, on Friday night, to beat that Collingwood team, that's a fucking effort and a half. So if we can gap. do things... No, no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, let's just... We're not, we're not fucking drinking the cool way. We're not getting too excited, but you're posing the question, can we do it? Of course we can. Who Look, says you can't? And you know what? If you want to get fucking excited, get excited because it doesn't. Yeah. Cut it up the ass anyway, even if we don't make it. So yeah. If we make the finals, yeah, great. We're going to lose. Someone will give it you to want... us. If we don't, we're going to cop yeah. it. Fucking you. Yeah. you you're not going to win. Vinny, can, can you wind this up? Vinny, can you wind this up? The fucking Logies are about to start. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Really quickly. Um, no, no, no. We don't. No, Webby, give it a rest this week, mate. We know we yeah, no, um, uh, no uh, big game. Another another big game this. I think it's Sunday, isn't it? At Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, another another team that's always you know puts one right up us. St Kilda. I mean, I don't know why we just we just do not fucking perform against this mob. I don't know what it is. Maybe we see those colours and shit ourselves. I've got no idea, but it's a game we need to win. Um, Marvel Stadium, three fucking twenty or whatever shit time it's on during the day. 
do we win or do we lose? Like, what's what's going to happen? We're, 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 but we're, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't foresee many changes in the team. I don't, I don't see anybody coming in. Um, Chera obviously goes out. Uh, I, I don't know off. who's going... Does well, you, you'd like, assume so. But he had it like he had ice on it, and, and but 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 apparently, apparently the official word was was, was tightness. But well, I'm not playing him. I'll just say, no, I'm not playing him. So he doesn't play. Who comes in and do we win? Simple Sal as that. Come in. He'll he would come in. You would who's coming in? Down, down, down. Um, All right, so so do we win or not? Can, I mean, can can I mean look? The, four, think, the last think, four times we've played and we've we've won one. I think it was was it Ratten? We we when was that? Was that that wasn't even under Voss? That was under um, Teague, wasn't it? We beat them by about thirty points, forty oh, yeah. points about two years ago. Yeah, yeah it was during COVID, wasn't it? it was during COVID, there was no one. Yeah. there was no one at the ground. I think, I think yeah, big, I think the big one that usually happens against St Kilda is. Is Jack Steele usually fucking bullies Patrick yeah. Cripps? Yeah. Uh, yep. He usually goes to town on him. Tim Embry always kicks a bag. But it's Team all great as well. Um, I think we win. I think we win this one. I think we'll get the job done. I think we're in, in, in too much good good fight. But I think the, the nine-day break is going to be really good for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, they, the boys look pretty tired. Um, I think that extra, extra break will be really good. I think we... We generally play Marvel okay. Um, I just think we'll be too good for them, to be perfectly honest. I really do. And I don't, they don't really have a, a, a great matchup for Charlie. I think there's no Dougal Howard and, and Co. So, oh, well, uh, well, what's his name? I mean, Mitch Lewis, made, made, uh, Mitch Lewis made one of their defenders today look like he wasn't even fucking there. And Charlie's yeah. a, a step ahead of him. And it's all about ball movement and pressure because you know what they're going to bring in. That dirty prick Ross Lyon's going to flood the fuck out of the back line, and he'll have something up his sleeve for um for Weedering because he did it today with Sicily. So we just got to be prepared for any games that they're going to play. And the key is is we've got to start well, and I think we can we can cover it. We wouldn't want to curl our toes up um, against this side because they've they've put us away a few times the last few times we've played them and just got to make sure that we're, we're ready to go from the opening bounce. Well, the other, the first time we played them this year, it was we, we squandered a few chances in the first half. It was a very slow game and then they they sort of broke it open a little bit in the third quarter. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't like they, they blew us out of the park. They're, they're a pretty dour type team. Um, and a lot of their players that were in super form at the start of the year have, have dropped off a little bit like Mitch Owens and co. So... Maybe getting a little bit tired, some of those but, younger guys. That's what I'm hoping anyway. But how's the luck? But how's the luck, Bucky? Like, Membry and King have to come back this week. Like, they have to come back this week. I mean, fuck are, me. Are they both back, are they? They're coming back both this week. Like, I'm not sure about this. They're both coming back. Well, Ross Lyon said Black Caviar's not coming back through the seconds. Like, really? You have to both play this week? Give them a fucking Membry will week. come back in, but. Give them another week and. and that's the that's the Kemp matchup, yeah, and that's where Kemp has to be on his fucking A game. Yeah, unless unless McGovern goes to or potentially, yeah. potentially, because he does hit up the ground a fair bit. So yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah. I'm, I'm I'm relatively confident we can get the job. There's no Seb Ross at the moment. Is that right? I think he's out injured. Correct. He's um, still out. Yeah, he he generally plays pretty well with us, and I think 
you know, probably the area that we may struggle a little bit is is through that midfield with a few numbers out. But it's not look. Well, Zach Jones Kraut, is out for them. Zach Jones yeah, is out. Krauts is playing reasonably well. Jack Steele's a real a real goer, but they don't have a lot. I mean, you know, Marshall's pretty competent in the ruck. I thought our our rucks were pretty ordinary the other night, but. Um, what are you doing with what? What are you doing with that one, Bucky? Sorry. Oh, that, 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 like, that, what, what do you what are you what are you doing if Sauce is available? Are you playing Fitnet? Oh, oh, this is a fucking really good question, mate. Because I, 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 oh, I just feel like TDK is a ruckman. He's, a, he's yeah. the type of guy that just needs to get his hands dirty, and it's really he's not a forward. That, 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 that's for sure, Bucky. He's not oh, a forward. He, he can't. He can't. He can't. He can't no, he just can't. No. He can't get. His, he can't. He, he's, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's a fucking forwards bootless. Um, no. And, and Pitney can't jump. It gives you an honest. It gives you an honest sort of crack in the middle. But fuck, he gives a sweet fuck all around the ground. So I think that's a that's a slight problem as well. Particularly coming up against Melbourne in a couple of weeks with, with next corner and what he's doing. At the God, moment. fuck. God. Yeah, we we want to we want to get that sorted out quick. Yeah, Christ. Yeah. yeah. Wrap it up. All right, yeah. All right. Heath, thank you very much, mate. We really, really appreciate it. Plug your channel. Not that anyone fucking listens to us anyway on here. We've probably only got like three listeners, but uh, your, your channel is my my blue heaven. Yeah, my blue heaven. Just yeah, it's uh, been doing it what, now for I think this is the fifth year. So um, yeah, just head across there and generally making an absolute fucking goose of myself. But yeah, it is what it is. So. <laughs> Good I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. I might fucking die on fucking on that track. <laughs> now, now before, before, hey, before we move on, Vinny, before you wrap it up, Bucky and um, Webby, are you guys okay? I mean, yeah. Bit, no, I mean, we're fine. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I reckon. I reckon I might have had a few runners with you through the fucking time. <laughs> What is it? But what is it? I just, I just sort of wrap it up on this. What is it with Carlton supporters? Why do we get so shitty at each other? Like, so I look at, I look at other supporters, and they all, they all stick up for each other, and they're all back each other up. And Carlton supporters are just fucking having a crack at everyone that. Well, you fucking like Pit Ned. He's shit. No, he's fucking good. And you reckon TDK's this and. And Harry's not a fucking footballer's asshole, and this and that. And everyone has a go at each other. You know, you wouldn't go to the game, so you're not a supporter. You don't like Vossi, so you can't cheer on a victory. <laughs> Fuck me, drunk mate. We we just no one can be happy being a Carlton supporter. When Fuck. You, when you actually go to the games these days, I fucking have to put my head down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, why, no, that's no why we don't do the YouTube no, video because. No I'm just, I'm just waiting for someone to come up and fucking king hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually, I'm actually going to fucking, I might have to employ a bodyguard. <laughs> just, where, where, where are you sitting these days? Bucky will shout it out on here. I, I, I generally, actually, Bay 51. Actually, I've seen, I've seen Webby quite a bit, actually. I should go up. Oh, you, you, yeah, two need to, you two need to break bread. I'm no, we're, you, we're fine. I'm just... glad you both coexisted tonight because I was a bit worried about no, that. So, no, Bucky, Bucky, no, no, I'll say it again. We run this league, mate, right? Yeah. Easy, Webby. Look at these fucking statements, Webby. Calm down. Let's not finish it off on a shit note. 
Yeah. All, right, All right, look, boys, Thanks, thank you very much. Anytime, Appreciate boys. you coming on, Bucky. Anytime. Webby, thank you very much. Very Franco, fun. thank you very much, boys. This is Two Passionate Blue Baggers podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And let's go Blues this Sunday. Let's go smash those you. fucking Saints. Let's, and... let's throw it out again. Three boys. Three boys. Bye for now. Bye for now.